Hello, and welcome to the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Guthrie, and I'm an attorney, mediator, trainer, keynote speaker, author, podcaster, social media influencer, technology junkie, consultant, and coach. And although I know that sounds like a lot, but what it really means to me is that I've found a way to make a living doing what I love and doing it in a way that lets me help others. So in this podcast, I want to share some tips and insights into helping you create the career that lights you up and pays your bills, whether that's as a mediator, attorney, collaborative professional, or really anything that you are passionate about. So I'll be chatting with some of the most successful and influential experts in all areas associated with building your practice, and I'll share my own thoughts and the lessons I've learned along the way. So come along on the journey with us and soon you'll have a practice that will let you make money mediating too. Hello everyone and welcome to the Make Money Mediating podcast where I explore weekly the fascinating world of mediation and conflict resolution and talk about ways that you can build a successful practice in this field. Today, I want to dive into the important topic of continuous learning and why I'm going to say you should become a training junkie in the field of mediation if you want to find success in this field. Now, before I get started talking about the deep dive on this topic, I do want to give credit where credit is due and say that I am not the person who came up with the training junkie moniker. In fact, that credit goes to Josh Kirschenbaum, who is one of the best mediators out there that I know. He has skills for days and part of that is because he is a training junkie and i know this because i met him a couple of years ago when he came to our 40-hour family and divorce mediation training at Moston guthrie and he came to that's our foundational 40-hour training course that many many mediators take to get started in the practice and I want to point out, this was not Josh's first 40-hour training. It wasn't his second 40-hour training. In fact, it was his fifth 40-hour training. And right before he took our training, he had just completed Harvard's program on negotiation. So he has had up to this date and time, unless he's added another one I don't know about, Josh has had five 40-hour mediation trainings. Now, just for all of you out there who are listening, I can't see you, but pretend I could. How many of you have taken more than one 40-hour mediation training? I'm going to guess that the vast majority out there of you have only taken one, maybe two of those foundation courses. Now, we'll talk about the importance of taking advanced trainings and additional trainings and upping your skills but there is a lot to be learned by taking foundational courses over and over again. In fact, my business partner, Forrest Woody Mostyn, tells everyone that they should be taking over the course of their career about five foundational 40-hour training courses. So Josh is right on schedule. And I do want to mention 
Josh went on to draft a wonderful two-part blog article for the Moston Guthrie blog, and it's entitled, you guessed it, Confessions of a Training Junkie. I will link in the show notes to both Josh and the blog. Josh is a wonderful mediator and attorney and helps families navigate divorce with children with disabilities and special needs. So if that is an area that you need someone with some expertise, I highly recommend reaching out to Josh. In fact, he did a wonderful training for us at Moston Guthrie, and that's going to be part of what I'm talking about as some of the benefits of continuous learning training in your mediation career. So let's start there and talk about the importance of continuous learning. I want to say this morning I was talking with a wonderful attorney who is transitioning her career after 40 plus years as a litigator and an advocate in mediation, but a few years ago took a 40-hour foundation course in mediation, and from there she's starting to build a mediation practice. And when I asked if she had taken other training, that was the extent of the training that she had taken. And one of the things we talked about in our session today was the other benefits of continuing to take other trainings. And by that, I do mean both foundation courses and advanced courses and collateral courses or collateral topic courses. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But there are a variety of benefits beyond just ongoing learning, adding to your skill set, although that's very important. But there are other benefits of continuous learning, and it, that's why I think this is so vital, especially for mediators. Although I will say, as I say in every episode, I think what we talk about in this podcast and for dispute resolution professionals is really relevant in any business that you are trying to build and to find success in. So one of the top benefits is adaptability. It adds to your adaptability because when you take a training or when you take a 40 hour or when you take a foundational course, you learn usually one way of doing things, right? You learn how that particular trainer or set of trainers teach you how to do mediation. And one thing that I think we all know as mediators is that we have to adapt to unique circumstances in each and every case. So by taking additional trainings, especially those foundational ones, it allows us to learn from a variety of different trainers and in a variety of different and more versatile skill sets so that we're prepared for a wide range of situations. Woody, I know, and I, in our trainings, we are always talking about pulling a tool out of our toolbox trying that screwdriver or hammer out. And if that doesn't work, putting that one back in the toolbox and pulling out the next tool, which might be a file or a set of pliers, right? But there's that constant flow of having the adaptability of being able to reach in and pull out a new tool to try. The next benefit for you as a mediator is that it builds your credibility. You know, your credibility as a mediator is essential, essential for gaining the trust of the parties involved. And your ongoing, your ongoing education 
demonstrates your commitment to your craft and it enhances your reputation in the field. You have that to add to your resume of what makes you good at what you do. And that is something that always is important to our clients. And we all know how important the trust factor is in mediation. If you don't have, as a mediator, if you don't have trust, you don't have much. Next benefit, staying relevant. I took my first 40-hour training, gosh, I hate to say it now, but it's probably 15 years ago. Anyone out there think that mediation has not changed at all or that new things have not come down the pike in the last 15 years? I do the trainings. I can tell you some of the things. I, I, I'm speaking at a conference with my friend and colleague, Claire, Dr. Claire Fowler of Mediate.com in, in May at the ABADR sections spring conference and we are talking about creating a trauma-informed mediation experience. I can tell you 15 years ago when I had my first 40 hour, no one was talking about what a trauma-informed mediation experience was. So that is just one current topic. There are so many I could do and maybe will do an entire podcast episode on current trends in mediation. But if you want to stay relevant, it's a great idea to be continuing your constant evolution and adding to your skills. And then the last one, and this is a benefit that many people do not recognize, and this will go back to my friend Josh that I mentioned at the top of this episode. You make connections when you take trainings, when you attend a training. You meet not only your trainers, who we have to believe have some sort of special skills and standing in the industry if you're willing to take a training with them, but also your entire cohort become your colleagues. And you're going to meet a varied and diverse group of colleagues and professionals in every training you take. And something that has happened, I think, in the last couple of years, and certainly we see it at Moston Guthrie because we're fully online with our trainings, but the ability to take trainings online allows your connections to be coming in from anywhere really in the world. We get people from Europe and from India and from China and from Greece and from all over the world, as well as all across the United States. So it's a wonderful way to instantly add to your, as I call it always, the Rolodex, right? But you never know when you're going to need a colleague in Greece. Right now I'm working with one of the people who came to take one of our trainings and now I'm working with her on a matter. And she happens to be one of the very few family mediators in Greece, and I knew her from the training. You never know where a referral, either to you or one that you can make, is going to be. So every course that you take is connections, and that's where I bring up Josh. You know, Josh came to our 40-hour training. Well, as I've mentioned, he ended up writing a blog for us. He came and did a training for us. He's in our trainer cohort. We have a cohort of people that we are training to be trainers. He has led some of our groups. He has met many other wonderful colleagues within the cohorts of the trainings that he has taken. And 
and he's become a true part of our Most and Guthrie family. He's just one example. I could go through a list of the people that have become close friends and colleagues because I've met them in our trainings and who have connected with each other. But the connections and your cohort and creating that community is a huge part of taking trainings. So some of the things I think to think about are how to find the right training opportunities. And I will say, go Google. There's a plethora out there right now of, of training opportunities. There's workshops, there's conferences, there are online courses, there are certification courses all along out there, as well as many places are going back to also holding some of their in-person trainings. So places to look to get quality trainings, go through your professional associations, joining mediation associations or dispute resolution associations. You're going to be able to find mediation centers and have access to those resources, events, and networking opportunities. There are also a lot of online learning platforms and, you know, things like masterclasses and Coursera and Udemy, you know, those are places where you might be able to find either shorter form mediation trainings or longer courses like we do at Most and Guthrie. We do usually three day trainings or 40 hours, 10 days. There's a variety of different trainings that are offered. Places like mediate.com. I mentioned my friend and colleague, Claire Fowler. She's the vice president of Mediate.com. They are constantly, constantly holding fantastic and quality trainings, both online and in a variety of different fashions. In fact, Claire leads many of them, and I, I can highly recommend those. Attend workshops and conferences. So I know maybe people have gotten a little tired of the online conferences, although I still find that the ability to beam in for the parts that are of interest to you still give you a lot of variety and ability to take trainings that you might not have taken in the past or attend conferences that you might not have flown cross country for, but they also offer you an opportunity to learn from real experts in the industry and to continue that networking experience. And then something that we also forget about, but is, is out there is learn from your peers, set up a lunch and learn with some of your colleagues. You can do it on Zoom. Get together with some of your local friends and say, hey, you know what, what's something that you're finding of interest that might be helpful to the group? Go around the room or around the table and each month or each week or whenever, how often you do that, have each person present something skills-based, training-based that will help and enhance the practice for each and every one. Another opportunity, and it's maybe a little less a training opportunity, but I do think it's a learning opportunity, is to join a consulting group or a practice group where you meet with colleagues on an ongoing basis. We do them at Moston Guthrie once a month. We limit them to 12 to 15 people. And for a year, the same group of professionals get together to discuss their difficult cases and share with each other ideas and support for dealing with those cases as they go forward. So there's a variety of ongoing training opportunities, learning opportunities, networking opportunities that you have available both in person and online. 
And then I just want to, as we close out, share some tips for making the most of your trainings because I, I see people who come to our trainings and I see some people who get an incredible amount out of what they have learned in however many days they've spent with us. And I see other people who are perhaps dialing it in a little bit because they needed the CE or the topic was something that they thought they needed to learn about, but they're not fully invested. So there's there's definitely a variety of people that you get in all trainings. I, I would like to see everyone come to a training fully invested and excited to learn about the topic. So when you're choosing something that does light you up, that does give you a little thrill to be learning it, but also set some clear goals for what that training means for you. So before you even go into the training, and I'll use the 40 hour foundational training, if you're gonna take your second, your third 40 hour, identify some objectives and prioritize areas where you want to improve. So you can focus your learning efforts accordingly in that training, right? Instead of focusing on the fire hose of all the information that a 40 hour represents, but you know that what you really wanna focus it on are some of your caucus skills or your, your, your listening skills or your particular intake skills or your process and procedures you'll know that, put that thought in ahead of time before you go and take that training. And then I know people don't wanna do this. I, the, you know, we bring up, can we get a note taker for this training and it's dead silence out there, no one wants to raise their hand. Or we ask for someone to volunteer to read or to volunteer to do a role play with us or a demo with us. Actively participate in your training. I urge you to do it. You will be the person who gets the most out of it. Volunteer to read, throw yourself into the role plays. Nobody likes role plays. Nobody wants to be the person who looks silly in front of or makes a mistake in front of their colleagues. But think about the fact that that is a safe space to try out your new skills. And isn't it better to try it out with some colleagues who feel exactly the same way you do than to try out those new skills on your clients, right? So engage, please, please, please engage. So many people show up for trainings and will turn off their video. And we honestly don't even know they're there. One thing I'll say is you're not going to get your CE if that was your goal, if you're not on screen in I don't think any training, but you're also just not actively participating and, and you really lose a lot when you don't do that. And then, you know, going back to that note taker, take those notes and then at the end of each session, take a little bit of time, maybe decompress, go get a, a coffee or a drink, relax for a minute, but then go over and reflect on those notes and think about what you've learned in that day and how you might apply that into your practice, whether it's a one day training or an ongoing. And very often, I know we at our trainings, the next day we'll give the first half hour over to people to ask questions or give reflections on what they learned the day before. That's a great place to do that. But if you've just shut your notebook or whatever it might be at the end of that day's training and not done any reflection or thought about what you learned in that day, it's gonna fly out of your brain. It's gonna fly along, you won't remember it. So take that time, the notes are critically important. We learn from writing.
In fact, I remember my very first bar review course. I was in New York and you would go to this huge theater and there was a little person down on the stage and I cannot remember the name. Somebody out there is going to remember it. Send me an email letting me know what, what the course was called. But their basic premise was they would sit there and give the lesson and you in your notebook in handwriting had to write out every single word of what they were saying. And that was part of their learning process. But I will tell you, hey, I passed that New York bar and I remembered writing the words down as things were coming up on that bar exam. And that bar exam was 30 years ago, folks. So if I still remember that, that says something. So take your notes, be good about taking your notes. And then another way to really get the most out of your training, let's go back to those lunch and learns or to the workshops and conferences. Share your knowledge. You've now learned something that maybe not all of your colleagues know. Share the wealth, share your learnings with your colleagues. It's going to consolidate your understanding and you're contributing to our culture of continuous learning within our community. So this concept of becoming a training junkie in all the best possible ways is what I want to encourage you all to see as the positive as opposed to just a way to, to check off your continuing education credits in a year. Training is an opportunity for us all to be better at what we do and to really grow that successful practice. So as always, I hope you found this episode helpful and that you are ready to become a training junkie in the field of mediation. If there's anything that you would like to share with me, you can always reach out at Susan at SusanEGuthrie.com. That's my brand new website. And if you want to get a copy of my brand new book, I'm still giving it away for free on the website. The book is Building the Practice of Your Dreams, One Month of Tips to Find Success. So go to the website, susaneguthrie.com, and you'll find the link about halfway down the page where you can click, put in your email, and you'll get an immediate download of the book. So hang in, and we'll see you next week on the Make Money Mediating Podcast. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I hope you got some great insights and tips on creating your dream practice. Join us every week on Thursdays for a new episode. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you're enjoying the podcast, here's a shameless ask. Please consider giving it a five-star rating and tell us in a review what you find most helpful. It's honestly the best way for others to find the show so that they can make money mediating too. I'll see you next week.